Hey yo, I'm Paria, and today we are here with my dear co-hosts, Nancy, Audrey, Nancy, and Audrey. Let's get to it. Alright, well, how have you guys been? How was your afternoon? I didn't really do anything. <laughs> um, I exercised a little. I watched a little movie. Not really a movie. Uh, 40 minutes or something. And I guess that's pretty much it. That's sad. That's okay. That's okay. I, I literally, I was just talking to some of my friends. And yeah, I was also brainstorming what we should talk about. Because you see, when you really want to do something even when you're not supposed to be working on it like even when you tell your brain it's you're supposed to take a break it's just still subconsciously like think about this like you need more ideas it needs to be better come on let's go let's go is that a bad thing i feel like that's a great thing that's a fantastic thing in my opinion like this is a superpower really you have like two brains technically you're doing something else but then you have another brain that's doing something else for you which is oh my god i don't know i love i love it when that happens but i do get that sometimes people need to just take a break you know just need to take a break yeah they definitely do i feel like one kind of the boundary between like work or school and kind of leisure time gets blurred that's when things can get a bit overwhelming. And okay, when you think about it, if everyone works a nine to five and you stick with that, you're not gonna be any better than anyone else. So you do have to put in that extra work, but there comes a point where you're just so exhausted and you prioritize work and school over your well-being. that can be really detrimental. I totally agree with what Nancy was saying. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but cramming a whole year's worth of work into one quadmester is way too much. It's so stressful. And especially, like, for example, science class, which I'm sure we all we all have this quadmester. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I find it really stressful, which is why this afternoon I actually went out for a walk, because I really felt like I had to get away from my computer. Audrey, you're so, so, so right about this. Like, we studied everything that people used to study in one year and only, like, not even two months, in, like, three weeks. And then I have to spend all morning and, like, literally all day just to restudy all these things because I didn't really get any practice, you know? Just didn't really get stuck in my head. But I, I guess that's okay. We're all doing what, what we can. We're all doing our best. I kind of, I don't know if it's just me, I kind of find myself like binging screen time at night. It's kind of to make up for my overworking habits during the day. Yeah, it's, okay, I, I did some research on it. Apparently it's called revenge bedtime procrastination. And it's where when people don't really have much control over their daytime life, they kind of want to gain it back somehow. Because if you don't get personal time, it leads to like stress and burnout. But it's kind of ironic how if you sacrifice sleep for that, those effects are still going to happen. So that's just something I noticed in myself. No, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like I went through the same thing. For example, 
like over the over the week if I have a lot of work to do or if I had a lot a long lecture at school then I actually find myself like taking really long breaks over the weekend that are unnecessary but I can't help myself you know like I just feel so tired and burned out and it's just it's nothing I can really do about it and I agree with what you were saying about um, screen time in the evening time because I find that when I just constantly work for the entire day towards the evening time as well um, I just really feel like I need some sort of break which is why instead of sleeping, I actually just go on, on my screen, which is I know is a horrible habit. But for some reason, I can't really help it because I just feel so tired. And I feel like I need something that would make me feel a little bit better in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we actually talked a little about this in health class. So well, people start doing something that like when they're feeling bad, when they're having a bad day, and then they do something after that which makes them feel a little better, but not because that that thing actually makes them feel better because they actually distance themselves a little from that thing, from the thing that was making them feel bad. They actually feel good and get attached to that and sort of get addicted to that bad habit. So I think that's that's something that every one of us experiences. Like for me, when, um, when I was a kid and I had a really, really bad day at school or I got a really, really bad grade and it was really sad, I always watched um, a little TV and then I got better. So after a while, this habit built, built up. So I actually started watching TV whenever I felt bad. And it wasn't really because TV made me feel better. It was because I was distancing myself from that. So what I'm trying to say is that those habits stay don't really make you feel better. The fact that you're distancing from that thing that's making you sad, that's what's making you feel better. Yeah, so I have this kind of break hierarchy thing in my mind where kind of like hanging out with friends and like watching movies, like really at the top of it and where social media is kind of at the bottom because it's like a pretty common activity, right? So similar to like something similar to watching a movie, it's so highly ranked because I actually have to allocate time for it. And I feel really guilty when I see a time block for a break on my schedule because I could honestly be doing a million things. If I watch like a two hour movie, I could be exercising for an hour and reading for the next hour. But instead, I'm quote unquote wasting my time to take a break by watching a movie. So with that, I feel really guilty. And since um, hanging out with friends or kind of watching a movie, is so high up there, I feel like I have to do something really revolutionary in order to earn and deserve that break. So usually I resort to really passive and low tier breaks, such as scrolling through my phone. But as Paria said, I also feel this. Like something that I notice is that I don't actually enjoy scrolling through my phone as a break. I just use it to detach from work and school and stress, but it just makes me really mindless and makes me even more stressed because the time is still passing by, but I'm not doing anything productive. I'm not even taking a break that I enjoy. So something I learned from this is that it's okay to take breaks, but we just have to be mindful of what we consider a break. And we have to try to unwind with activities we genuinely enjoy. Nancy, thank you so much. I honestly have a lot of problem with this. Like, personally, I watch a little TV and I'm like, Paria, you wasted all day. Therefore, you can waste the rest of the day. So I keep watching the TV, the TV series until 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you wasted it. I kind of have the opposite problem. Really? Wait, wait. How's that? Yeah, where when I'm trying to relax or something like that, I always end up putting myself down and I'm like, I can't believe you wasted like 30 minutes doing something when you could have done something better. And I I know it's not good to put yourself down like this, but I just, I always feel guilty at the end of it, you know, at the end of procrastinating for, let's say, 15 minutes or so. Oh my God, that is so true. Wait, and then you keep just like studying or do you like keep <laughs> binge watching? Well, I'm trying to do this method where my version of a break or my idea of a break is when I move on to a different subject and work on a different subject. So for example, if I have science class and I'm doing like finishing writing down some lecture notes or something like that, um, and I'm feeling really tired, I usually just go get a drink of water. And instead of continuing the science notes, I take a break from science and I work on a different subject that might be a little bit less stressful or a little bit less of a challenge. Oh, that's a great method now that I think of it. The only problem is that I'm only taking two courses. <laughs> yeah, same here. So what I the only thing I can do is alternate between the two courses. Wait, I have a question though. Like everybody has this problem with time and I'm sure you guys that are listening, you might have some problems with time. So I had a question. Uh, I asked this a while back and Nancy responded. So um, what would happen if we had 25 hours in a day instead of 24 hours? I feel like at first we would all be really happy and we would be like, oh my gosh, an extra hour. I can be so much more productive. I can get an extra hour of sleep. Wow, things are amazing. But I feel like over time, we'll get used to it. And once you get used to it, we still feel like it's not enough. We still feel like, oh, well, I have 25 now. Why can't I have 26? Just never enough. So it's just that we always have this mentality of it's never enough. If you start off with no money, then a dollar would make you really happy. But after a while, you're like, wait, but I need more money. I, I can't buy a burger with a dollar. Come on, I need more. So then we keep on wanting more, keep on wanting more. And there's just this. Yeah, like we are never fully satisfied with anything, which I can totally understand is true. Our expectations are very high for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So if I want to put it in another way, I believe that time is a concept that's not really definable. Like we break it down into days, hours, minutes, and seconds just to make it easier for us to comprehend just to make it easier for us to plan and schedule our things. But the thing is that time, time is a concept that you can't really understand. So all our problems are based on nothingness. But what makes you think that time causes problems? Because if we blame everything on time, then we don't really look at the root cause, which is usually ourselves. And even if it is based on time, there are still aspects that we can change to make the situation better. And if we only focus on aspects that we can't control, we won't ever be happy and we'll never be fulfilled. I guess the best thing to do is just to change your mindset and try to look at everything positive, positively, which is easier said than done, obviously, right? But to be honest, I guess it is a blessing that we have 24 hours in a day. And that does seem like a lot of time. And I know that we have a lot of stressful 
schoolwork to do and a lot of different extracurriculars, but the only thing we can do is to try to work to improve ourselves. I feel like we need to know, we need to realize that breaks aren't really a bad thing. It just depends on how you spend your time, right? Like for example, if you just meditate for five minutes, let's say, or you maybe go downstairs and you take a drink of water, or you maybe talk to your family for a little bit, like I feel like that's spending your time a lot more wisely, and you're actually taking a break, right? Instead of procrastinating. That is so true. Instead of just like watching.、Um... A full movie instead of just sort of pushing it to a later time, you won't really solve the problem. It's just a temporary solution, you know. You just have to take that quick break and get back at it. What do you mean by take a quick break? Because sometimes if you limit yourself to a five minute break, it doesn't actually make you feel better. So I do agree with what you guys said about. Kind of knowing when to take a break and well, while still balancing the workload, but I feel like you still have to listen to your body. And I feel like what's really important and what will maybe answer your question, Paria, about how do you deal with all this is just set clear priorities. Like for me too, I have to deal with a lot of stuff. Just like you guys, I have schoolwork, extracurriculars, passion projects. I also have to maintain relationships with my family and friends, and it gets really overwhelming sometimes. So, something that I'm still working on, but I'm trying to incorporate it more into my life, and hopefully getting better at it too, is just to really set my priorities. Yes, I have so many things I have to do, but instead of just looking at everything positively, I have to realize that not everything on my plate is. Necessary, and it might be kind of weird to think about it as that. Like, what do you, what do you mean, Nancy? Schools aren't necessary. Extracurriculars, extra, extracurriculars aren't necessary. Well, sure, school is mandatory, but you don't have to push yourself to do a bunch of extracurriculars just to fill in your time. So, by reevaluating your priorities and values, you can really narrow your focus down into what really matters to you, and when you Narrow that down and focus on those. You'll be actually doing stuff that you enjoy. And sometimes when you do stuff you enjoy, even if it's work, it doesn't really feel like work. Thank you so much for your、um, advice today, guys. Those really help, to be honest. So, okay, just to summarize, you recommended that I take my breaks, but prioritize at the same time. But then、yeah. again, like take good breaks. Don't just distance yourself. Don't just take breaks to sort of、um, I don't know, take breaks. <laughs> like yeah, if yeah. you're gonna take a break, take an actual break. Like rest There your break.、Go. There we go. Yeah. Nancy, I feel like、uh, kind of an overarching theme in this is just don't do things for the sake of doing them. That applies to breaks. If you just want to take a break just for the sake of taking a break, but you don't actually enjoy the break. Then it just defeats its purpose. And similarly, if you do extracurriculars just for your resume, just for university applications, or just to kind of show to your friends that you can handle like ten different things that you don't even enjoy, there's no point in that. It just defeats the purpose of doing extracurriculars. So an overarching theme is just don't do things for the sake of doing them.
Okay, okay. <laughs> just one last thing. Just wanted to say that sometimes so, uh, the things that you have to do, the projects that you have to hand in, they're super hard and they're really complex and you need a lot of time to finish them. And sometimes, like personally, I just say, nah, never mind, I'm not going to do anything. And then I just keep watching Netflix. But the thing is that, honestly, okay, okay, let's do it this way. I'm just going to tell you guys a story. Um, that I read a while back and it really affected me. So there was this guy and I, I'm changing the story a little but there was this guy He was super tired and he didn't have any drinking water or food and he was left in a desert alone so he, he, he didn't know what to do there was no one in that desert and he didn't have anything with him He just had a stick. So he took this stick what he did was that he took the stick, he drew a line in front of his face, like on the desert, and he tried with everything he had to pass that line. And well, he did. After like 10 minutes, he, he, he did it. So yeah. Then he took the stick out again, and he drew another line in front of him, and he tried to pass that. He did this time after time after time, and he did this with all he had and after a while he reached he reached a village and was rescued so if you have something really complex and you just break it down not only it gets easier it also motivates you so this is what i just wanted to share with you guys it really affected me deeply and i tried to implement this method in everything and yeah well Thank you, and I think um, I, t I, I talked a lot, but yeah, see you next time.